God is all there is. How do you apply spiritual principle in the real world? What are your daily spiritual practices? These are the kinds of questions we'll talk about in this show. Your hosts, Leslie and Tracy, will share their experiences, but also want to learn from your insights, your questions, and your suggestions. So, don't just listen in. Call us with your comments. Welcome to Say Yes to Spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path with Leslie and Tracy. Good, good morning, good afternoon, good night, good morning. whatever time you're listening to us, may you be having a happy moment. <laughs> um, we are so glad you have joined us, and uh, every week on Say Yes to Spirit, we focus on a theme, or at least we choose a theme that we hope will guide us through the conversation, and um, today's theme is mentors. Mentors. How have mentors helped you say yes to spirit, or have you mentored others along their spiritual journey? Or could we say spirit is a mentor? Oh. Oh. There we go. Yeah. So that's what we're going to mostly be talking about. But before we get into any of that, we like to connect the dots with our most recent show. And our most recent show was about blessings in disguise. You know, I think I'm almost done with the connect the dots. Really? I know, isn't that funny because I'm no good at it anymore. I only like it when I'm good at things, and then when I don't get good at them anymore, I I want them to go away quickly. It's like the last few weeks I've been such the blank on the connect the dots. And to add sort of, you know, a level of resentment, you've been getting better at it. So I think we should end it right away. But I'm trying to think, blessings in disguise and mentors, perhaps uh, something that happened that ended up, that I thought initially was not so good, perhaps a mentor came out of it. I can't think of an example of that. Well, I can actually. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, wait, maybe we can still play. Maybe it's coming back, my, my connect the dot mojo. Um, I was involved in a Christian... And Tracy's rolling her eyes at me because I said mojo and I'm not that hip and cool to say mojo. As I was saying it, I was like, why am I saying this? That's not something I say. So what's your example? So my example is when I was involved with the Christian mystic group and um, the priest that I was working with that I was getting some really sound spiritual counseling with and spiritual mentorship was here in the Dallas area and then the master teacher came in and shut down that order, the Dallas order and I thought that that was a terrible thing, that I was devastated and she moved to Maine and then after about six months she became my spiritual teacher again and we have a one-on-one -on -one relationship now at a much deeper level because she doesn't really have a whole order anymore that she's responsible for so I get much more attention in her time. So the blitz in the sky, this horrible thing that happened when they cut the order out of Dallas, 
I uh, I ended up getting a mentor much more, you know, focused on just me, which is what I need because I need a lot of mentors. Oh, I like this connected option. That was a good one. I think that was a good one. So well, that means we can keep it for another week. Yeah, I guess so. If you don't have anything better, then we can keep it another week. If you have something better, then... That's good. Other people have these thoughts. I just say them out loud. Unfortunately, that's That's my mentoring spirit. Uh, yes, you do it out of service that's to right. the service rest service. of the world. Right. I understand. Okay, so that's why I connected dots. I think the day is mentoring, and we're going to take a quick break and come back and um, talk about mentors. Welcome back. You're listening to Say Yes to Spirit with Leslie and Tracy, encouraging you on your spiritual path. Our theme for today is mentors. And what do mentors have to do with saying yes to spirit? Do mentors help you say yes to spirit? By saying yes to spirit, do you attract different kinds of mentors? Have you mentored others along their spiritual journey? Or, as Leslie asked, is spirit a mentor? Hmm. Lots to think about and lots to talk about. I'm predicting this uh, 55 minutes <laughs> is going to go really quickly. So where do you want to start? Well, Tracy Brown is a spiritual mentor. When you consider yourself an official spiritual mentor since you're a practicing practitioner, is that an oxymoron? You're a licensed, that's what I meant to say, a licensed practitioner. So does that mean you sort of have a spiritual mentor halo officially? You are really funny. Am I funny? I'm good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm fully awake. But, you know, I, I, look, would you say, no, actually, oh, wait, I have a really good train of thought now. It's coming to me now. Okay. Okay, I'm going to back up for a minute, but I'm going to come back to the practitioner. Okay. Idea. Uh, for those of you who listen to the show, you know that I do some work in the Dallas County Women's Jail with a nonprofit organization that goes in and does fabulous uh, life skills, self-esteem, anger management, parenting skills, trauma survivors, domestic violence, um, recovery groups. And um, we had a discussion in our little staff meeting this week about the concept of being friends with the women in jail versus being the therapist person with the women with the women in jail. 
versus being a mentor of the woman in jail. And we were looking at the boundaries of the three different kinds of relationships you can have in, in that kind of setting. And obviously the therapist had the strongest boundaries. There's some ethical you know, boundaries bound by that. But there's over 100 volunteers that come into the jail that work with these women. And we came up with this feeling that the, the volunteers who had a more intimate relationship, a more friendly relationship, but it wasn't friends. That it was more this mentor. And um, my friend that works there used the example of a, of a sponsor in a 12-step program where you have someone that has more experience and has more uh, recovery. And so they sponsor this new person in. So the new person coming in will share all their problems, and the sponsor will offer suggestions, hope, and strength. But the sponsor is not sharing all their problems with the sponsoree, but it's a more intimate, a less boundary relationship than a therapist, but not quite as a friend would be. So all of that to say, I would think a licensed practitioner would follow under the relationship of sort of a an official spiritual mentor where you would probably have less boundaries than you would perhaps as a therapist. You would have maybe more of a give and take, but you wouldn't be friends. See, that all came back together in a very logical manner, didn't it? And yes. So would you say that yes? So that you would say, I would think that a spiritual mentor, a licensed practice, licensed practitioner would be a spiritual mentor, an official spiritual mentor, like a sponsor. So technically, a licensed practitioner has a lot of the same rules and guidelines as a therapist does. If in oh. those situations where um, the practitioner is actually in a one-on-one -on -one session, a coaching session, you know, that type of thing, right. there are a lot of similar boundaries in terms of confidentiality and uh, the legal requirements to report abuse of children right. and things like that. Okay. And so it's a yes and a yes. It's not really a no. And I think in in I think those of us as practitioners who really are living the commitment uh -huh. to apply spiritual principle and spiritual practices in our lives every day that in a lot of ways we do become spiritual mentors uh, oh. to the just, you know, when I'm by your action, by your daily interactions. Or people coming up and simply asking a question and I'm responding in that moment, yes, I'm trying, I'm not even trying, but I do intend <laughs> to stay conscious that the way I respond as well as what I do or say, you yeah. know, the manner in which I respond, the mood or the tone, that is all one big thing. And yes, I am um, a, a, a mentor and an example of, you know, role model. All of those sound way too formal. But people are looking. People oh, do you say do you feel pressure a bit? That I know no. pressure. And that's why I change it. You feel awareness. It's an awareness. And that's why I change it from trying. It's not like, oh, I'm trying to be really good <laughs> No. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah no, I don't do that. <laughs> but it is a consciousness, and I am aware that the commitment I have made 
is to do that. And the thing is, that's the commitment I made to myself, to live life in a way that applies spiritual practice and spiritual principle. So it's not extra effort. It's, you know, it's the, but it is a, a, an awareness, a consciousness. And, I, yeah, I'm, I believe that there are people who would say, in fact, I've had people come to me who've done, the, done classes or who have had prayer on Sundays or, you know, who will just say, you know, I, like, I want what you got. You know, that right. kind of. Right. Um, so it's not so much like try. It's not a formal or official or let me sign up to be your mentor. But I do think that all of us have the ability to be an example, to be a role model, to be um, an example of bringing spiritual practice to life. Right, and you would just be more conscious in your. Congruency and you how you live your life externally. Yes, and you know you know me well enough. You've known me long enough. Before I became a licensed practitioner, no, you still did. I was doing that because my my line, one of my favorite lines used to be, and and I use it now still, except I don't use it related to me. But my one of my favorite lines used to be. I don't need to be licensed. Everyone who believes in and practices science of mind or new right. thought is a practitioner, a practitioner of this faith, this philosophy, this process, uh, of this way of being in the world. And so, yeah, so I was kind of, I've already been in that mindset for 20 years. Right. Um, and I don't need to be licensed to do that. And choosing to be licensed does escalate it or elevate it to a slightly different level because other people's expectations. Sure. Right. Other people's expectations. Yeah. Don't put pressure on me, but it's like, really? Like you, you expect, you're looking at me as, a, as an example? That's dangerous. That's pressure. That's pressure. Yeah. Like, whatever. Well, it is interesting. I do think uh, mentors, because I, I I have had people tell me, don't put me on a pedestal, and because they don't want they don't want to fall off, right? And it is an interesting conversation. Because I do think there's value to having people ahead of me on the path that can say, oh, you know, there's this little rocky area coming up here on the left, and if you just be aware of that, I'm going to shine the light on it, and then, you know, if you stumble, I'm here, but you don't have to stumble. And then I think there's value to people being behind me on the path, and I can say, oh, golly, Jesus, it's this rocky thing, I just got through it, and you can get through it. So I see real value in that, and so I'm always kind of when people say, well, don't put me on a pedestal, I'm like, I'm not trying to put you on a pedestal. I just want you to know you, I know you're ahead of me on the path, and that's a good thing for now. I need somebody ahead of me, and and step up and be ahead of me. <laughs> be proud that you're ahead of me, and, you know, 
Well, and that's what works it out. It's behind you. Don't be saying, don't put me on a pedestal. And that reminds me and makes me think about the, the reality that we walk many different paths in our four lifetimes. So, and even at the, you know, in the same phase of life. So, yes. Someone could be ahead of you on the path of professional life, right? And somebody else could be, and that same person could be behind you on a different path, spiritually. not even be on the path of parenthood or something. Oh, right. So, yeah, and could so so in that sense, all of us could look around and see people we could serve as mentors to. Yes that we could give guidance to. And that's different for me than, um, well, I was going to say that's different for me than being the teacher, although, ooh, that's good, mentor versus teacher. Although there is some teaching and some learning going on when you have a relationship with a mentor. Uh, but I think of mentors more as coaches than teachers. That mentors have information and experience that they share with you, but they're not grading you, and they're not um, they're not like a teacher has more of a focus of I'm going to teach you this, and you are going to learn it, and I'm I am giving you the best answer the right way. Whereas a mentor is, you know, I'm sharing my experience, uh-huh. and you right. figure out how to apply that in your life, what applies and what doesn't, but I don't have, you know, the script for you. Right. I don't have the, the, right, the right way for you. I'm just sharing what I know. Anyway, yeah. Right. My way or my experience, and at least for me, when I think mentor, it has that that little softer, fuzzier edge than a teacher having the responsibility to make sure mm-hmm. you learn a specific thing. And I wonder if, yeah, I think I agree with that, and I think also, I think I can have many mentors, and I consider them just my teacher, and I wouldn't want really more than one teacher. I think I have... I have a lot of mentors. I'm trying to think. There's a teacher I probably think of a teacherette. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> she's a teacher, but I don't think she's my teacher because she doesn't have individual time with me. Like I have a teacher, and then doesn't give me individual assignments, guidance, you know, that much. So I think she is a teacher in, in the status of her spiritual development, but I don't consider her my individual teacher. I would consider her more of a mentor or a teacherette. I like that. She's a teacherette. <laughs> yeah, try that out. <laughs> Next time you see her. But you know, I think there are teachers. There are master teachers, which I certainly would consider Peter and Beatrice both master teachers in the world. So, but I think you know, it's that relationship of having that. And I think that has to be agreed upon between a teacher and a student as well. In my mind, there's a formalized kind of 
thing that goes on there. And I searched a long time for a future. That was one of my desires. I think I am a reincarnated. Who are the people that, you know, really have gurus or teachers? There's a certain, is it monks, Buddhists? Come on now, you're my walking smart person. And then there's some, there's some sect that has teachers that have, you know, well, you, you have a, you live in a community and there's teachers and there's followers or novices. Yeah. That's what we call the people that would live in the Christian mystic order house. Right, and the, and the Catholic monasteries are like that as well. And in Buddhism, they, there's the okay. communal, um, learn, the learning, growing, serving community. And yeah, the, that reference to my teacher. My teacher. I think I must have had that in the past life because I've always hungered for that ever since I was a small child. You know, have some sort of spiritual, specifically spiritual person that, you know, would, would work with me and guide me. Maybe I just wanted the attention. Maybe. They could all tell me, tell me what to do. Give me the attention. That might be part of it. And if it doesn't work, give me someone to blame. No, I've never done that. I don't think I've ever done that. I mean, not in the teacher, not in the spiritual teacher. I blame everything. You know, of course, I have Betty for that. My mother, I don't need a spiritual teacher for that. Lots of people to blame. I don't need a spiritual teacher for that. <laughs> okay, so um, that just made me think. Did, did your mother or your, either of your sisters ever listen to the show? <laughs> you know, I did a, a, a show a few weeks ago at uh, the Center for Spiritual Living. I did a little routine about my life, and I told my sisters they couldn't come. <laughs> I'll let one of my sisters see it. I don't I'll let the other sister even see it. I think my there's a certain level of awareness of our own dysfunction that I think one of my sisters gets a very defensive feeling about my willingness to share the we level of dysfunction. <laughs> the level of dysfunction my family continues to manifest, myself included, and. Um, so yeah, so it's interesting. No, nobody. I don't think anyone in my family really listens to this show. <laughs> See, that's another thing I'm being bitter about. <laughs> if they loved me, if they really loved me, and if, are mentors and a replacement for family? I wonder. No. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> You're gonna say no. Resounding no. That's. I hope not. Or could a family be your mentor? Oh, now there's a question. If you had a healthy family, like some people do, I read about <laughs> Yeah, I would, I, it's like, oh, I would hate to think that that was the case that, you know, mentors instead of family or. But, but I can also imagine, um, in fact, there was a um, story that I, an, an experience, a person's experience that I just read about in the last 24 hours um, about this young man who had, had had so many challenges in his life, like so many people do, but from a very young age. And when you read all the, it's all the many different challenges he had faced with his family, and with his community, and even to the point of being a young 
teen who really had to fend for himself at the point of living, you know, sleeping in a car or just sleeping on a park bench and not having a home. Right, right. Um, and he got accepted in 20 colleges and chose Harvard. Oh, wow. And uh, and it was because he had mentors and his school counselor and a couple of teachers who looked out for him oh. and saw that he really, you know, really was serious about breaking the cycle. And he didn't have, he didn't have family members who could serve as mentors. He had family members who, you know, couldn't be there for him for lots of different reasons. And so in that case, mentors did substitute for Uh Well, I can see that. I can absolutely see that in a way. And could could be a you know source of what families quote unquote should do right support encourage advise yeah. and and in this day and age our families for so many people we're separated from our families our families are distributed all over the country or the world right and so I think that too is a factor that two generations ago when families in the United States tended to all live close in the same in close proximity right. in the same city or town if not in the same house. And I think that's different too, that when you have people around you who are part of your everyday life and they can see what your um what your goals are and what you're facing and they can give you advice from their experience. Uh -huh. But nowadays, I mean so many people we know, you know, there we live in the Dallas Fort Worth area, and we meet people all the time who live here, but they don't have any family here. Okay, right, right. You know, they moved here for a job, or they moved here because they wanted to get away from their family, or they moved here because they married someone right. whose family roots were in Texas, and you know, if we're so physically separated, let alone emotionally separated. So even if you have family members who you're emotionally close to, sometimes they can't relate to your living conditions or your environment or the job, the profession you've chosen. Right. You know, if you're a first generation college graduate and no one in your family for in the past has ever graduated from college and then you go to law school, I mean, how do you get mentoring from family members who can't even imagine graduating from college, let alone going to law school and then practicing as an attorney? Now, see, so by definition there, you're suggesting a mentor has to have a certain amount of, uh, you know, specific information. So you would have a mentor for like a spiritual program. You would have a spiritual mentor if you wanted to have if you were to start training for a marathon, you would have a, a marathon. Someone who had done it before. Someone who had done it before. Yeah. Or who knew something about, well, think about track uh -huh. and field. Every Olympic track and field person or, or challenger or one of the competitor, every one of them has a coach. A coach has a team of coaches. Oh, that's a whole other kind of, yeah, uh, mentor. So, so they may be running uh -huh. um, 
a friend of mine, a colleague of mine's granddaughter has been in the Olympics and is is just and still is competing and she's really fabulous as an athlete and as a person, the right. granddaughter is. And so she's a woman running women's track. She has a coach who's a man, so he's not oh. one to run you know, in women's track events, but he understands track and field. He understands what right. it takes for body conditioning. He understands, you know, the mindset that you need to have to be a champion. Right. So I think your mentor doesn't have to have ha have done exactly what you're trying to do. Yes. But yeah, they've got to have some combination of knowledge and experience yes. that is that is expanded from where you are. Right. They don't in that area. Whatever they're mentoring you in that area. Okay. And this conversation is really interesting because, you know, um, as licensed practitioners, we use the term spiritual coach a lot. Oh, right. But this converse, and, and, and I think that when we're doing um, Sessions with people, one-on-one -on -one sessions with people, a lot of it is coaching. Uh -huh. But I'm really intrigued about using spiritual mentoring. Uh -huh. And so that may be showing up on my website or on my Facebook I like page. it, mentoring. Because better I, than yeah, I like that idea of, um, yeah, I can help you apply spiritual principle in your life, spiritual practice. I can help you understand how what you really believe is showing up right. through what you're doing and saying based on spiritual principle. And and sometimes that is coaching you through a process of transformation or a process of achieving a goal or attracting what it is that you really want. And sometimes it simply is me sharing what I'm seeing and letting you figure it out, figure out what to do with it. Say, go do this. If you want success, go do this. Okay. <laughs> but but that is a big difference. You know, coaching can be a tool that you use, like mirroring or questioning. It's a right. It's, it's a, a process. Yeah, it's a um, it's a tool. tool. Yeah. It's, it's a, a format or a mess format. But the experience, I think. I would clearly say it's a mentoring experience. All right, you've heard it here <laughs> first. And that's it, that's it, that's it. All the practitioners across the country will now. No, I don't care about all the practitioners. Oh, okay. This is, this this is, is the way that Tracy uh -huh. can stand out uh -huh. as a practitioner. Uh -huh. yeah. So in a week from now, if you go to Google and you, in fact, let's go to Google now and see what happens. <laughs> If we just Google spiritual mentor, spiritual mentor in quotations, let's see who is using that phrase. Really? Is it, is it a person? Well, I know, I know David Nagel, and he, David Nagel? Uh-huh. Enhance your spiritual life with David's mentoring. Yeah. And that's really interesting. So I'm not going to do it right now, but I'm going to have to go check that out because I don't think of David as a spiritual mentor at all. I think of him as a business coach. Um, and oh, now that's interesting. So I really need to go see what he thinks, what he says is his connection as a spiritual mentor. 
um, six important roles of a spiritual mentor. Is he the yeah, individual? No. Well, in the top, in the in the first first ten, there. But there are a number of places that have spiritual mentor. Holistic Healing Consultant, Kelowna, my spiritual mentor. Kelowna. See, I need a name like Kelowna. But my spiritual mentor. Your spiritual mentor. Dot com and the psychic chat line. Oh, she now would say psychic and spiritual mentor together, see? She is junction. What does a spiritual mentor do? Spiritual mentors are individuals who use their intuition and spirituality to help and influence others. Okay, no, I wouldn't say that at all. Okay, maybe I won't be using spiritual mentors. But we'll get you the ooey ooey of it scared you, didn't it? Mm-hmm. But the intuition. You see, I'm thinking mentoring, I'm really thinking it's a much more concrete kind of, I know the way. A, B, C. And, you know, it might not be the only way, but this way will work. And then a mentor's almost job is to say, get your head up and go ABC. This, um, I had lunch, dinner last night with a woman who's a lawyer, and she works as kind of a, a, a mentor in a foster home. Uh, she goes, has several kids that she'll mentor in different foster homes and kind of acts as an advocate for them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, it, it was serious. She takes it very seriously, what she does in terms of making sure they're safe and making sure the foster families are, you know, doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, and that, to me, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I am a little a shade of black and white. I know, right and wrong. Right. Right. I just, just have a hint of that in my personality. But I think a mentor is a very serious thing. Think if you're gonna be a mentor, you're gonna to have to you have to know, you have to do that. It's not a it's not something you can just kind of take lightly. Almost you know like a like a friendship. Going back to my relation, you know that that that, that difference between a friendship, a therapist, which it sounds like you're saying a spiritual practitioner has more of that element to it, and a, and a sponsor. But a mentor to me is that kind of like right underneath that teacher status. I like it. I like mentor. I always think it's important to have mentors. I've always used that word. When I worked in psych hospitals, I would have um, older techs be a mentor for the newer techs coming in, you know, to have somebody that could really train them up and teach them. And But I use that word mentor because I felt like it perhaps I was the only one that felt like that, but I, I felt like it had a certain amount of responsibility went to it, you know, take this seriously. You're a mentor. So um, let's take a quick break and then let's come back and talk about times that we may have mentored others along their spiritual journey and, uh, and other things. So we're going to take a break. We will be right back with Say Yes to Spirit.
Welcome back. This is Say Yes to Spirit with Tracy and Leslie, encouraging you on your spiritual path. And our theme for today is mentors. Tracy Brown, have you been a mentor outside of your licensed practitioner? You've probably been a mentor to people in business. You were. Well, yeah, I've been a mentor in a number of different ways in the world of work. Um, I think I think that uh, I have at least one nephew who would say that I have served at different stages of his life as a mentor. Oh, nice. And um, and you know, other people in community service and definitely in the speaking business. Being a speaker, consultant, trainer, there are a lot of people along the 20 years of me doing that where uh, it was conscious, intentional, and ongoing for a while, you know, as when they were at different stages of their career and I had already been through that. Yes. But when I think about have I mentored others along their spiritual journey, um, I think yes. And as I really think about it, I realize I did that informally a lot of times when I wasn't intentionally being a mentor, but others were seeing me in that role. Yes, and that's probably how it works most naturally, that we, we, we are so proficient at a thing that it just comes naturally to us with someone behind you or behind you or the side of you or whatever. People don't like that thing behind. Yes, people like that idea. But, uh, you know, someone notices and says, you know, help me get what you have. Or they just start doing what what they see you doing or asking questions and then, you know, then you might realize they've asked me a lot of questions or, oh, well, they're doing that, and they asked me about that a month ago, and now they're mm-hmm. doing that. You kind of notice it, uh-huh. uh, and and at least for me, become even more mindful, right? Of of because um, I actually don't. At least, and you can correct me, but I don't see myself as someone who gives a lot of advice to people. You have to like really. Ask me specifically, yes, what do you think about this? Uh-huh. Most of the time, people will tell me all kinds of things, and and I 
try not to have an opinion or try not to express my opinion mm-hmm. unless they ask me for my opinion. So, you know, a lot of times it's, it just kind of happens that people will start doing something or they'll ask me a question and I may respond, but they're not really asking me specifically what should I do. And then, you know, I may notice that they're doing some things. You know, for a long time I was a part of um, one of our local um, meditation groups that meets regularly, and I realized after six or nine months that even though I was newer to the group than some other people, that there were a number of people who saw me as a leader and who, you know, asked me questions in a way that put me kind of in that role of mentoring them along their spiritual journey. New to meditation, well, I've been meditating at that point more than 20 years, and, you know, it's like, yeah, this is just kind of who I am in the world. This is how I can help you be in the world. Um, And that wasn't my intention to be a mentor. So in some ways, by living our best life, by saying yes to spirit, we are naturally not we, Tracy Brown, that's the money. We could probably end of that, but we as humanity become mentors for one another. Yeah. And you know, I think that same thing applies with, you know, morning meditation at our center. You wanted that for yourself. Right. You go sometimes you raise your hand and ask for things and it's like, absolutely, that's a good idea. You've got it, right? So by you making the commitment to unlock the center at 7 a.m. every day and be there to lead meditation, you know, there are people who said they didn't think they could meditate, but who came and who meditated with you and got the practice and saw that you were showing up every day. Right reinforcing the importance of a daily practice. And now, you know, almost two, well, two years, because it's June. Yeah, two years this month, baby. Two years ago. <laughs> you know, it's like now in those two years, there are people who we both know right. who meditate. And who would say you mentored them through that process by answering their questions, by encouraging them, by talking about why it was important to you and just by your example of being there and doing it. Right. Being there or making sure someone was there. Yeah, there you go. And what's interesting about that is you're right, I think, the idea of showing up. And people are hungry, you know, I'm hungry to have, you know, to see things that work. You know, the women in jail are so hungry to see something, you know, to be given a, an idea and then to go off and try it and to see that it works. And so it's really inspiring. And I guess that's part of the mentoring experience is to be an inspiration or a possibility. I think that's another reason I like working with um, Reverend Beatrice is because she is a possibility to me. How she lives her 
life as a as a mystic is you know makes that much more of a tangible possibility to me and um so I think the mentoring experience allows people that aren't quite there yet to see it as a possibility and that that fuels the fire oh well she can have it I can certainly have it and I want to stay hard on her tail and get it you're smiling you so rarely smile at me that there must be something really interesting that I've said <laughs> you got to smile and say something good Tracy I'm sure you said something good <laughs> you just have a smiling thought I love that scene in Austin where the he starts laughing in the back of the limo, and uh, the limo driver says, "Did you hear something funny?" And he said, "No. Sometimes I just think funny things." I love that line. That's that was great. Like, it's funny things. So perhaps you were just having a pleasant thought that made you smile. I had nothing to do with what I was saying. <laughs> don't tell me if that's the truth. I don't want to know. So let's go to your question from the top of the hour. <laughs> Can spirit be a mentor? Yes. Or is spirit a mentor? Yes, that question. Well, yes, yes, that question. I would say spirit is a teacher, is a, is a, is a spirit and mentor. See the science of mind. Or friend. See the science of mind. My science of mind, mind is kicking in saying, oh no, Leslie. Spirit can't be a mentor, can't be a friend, can't be a teacher. Spirit's not an entity that's defined and things like that. But, um, so, for me personally, I don't know what I can say about that. I don't know what I believe about that. I would have to say that spirit manifests as a mentor, as a teacher, as a lover, as a as, and everything. So yes, I would say spirit is a mentor. One of the things, one of the many things that spirit is. That was the most <laughs> cover every possible spiritual <laughs> answer I have ever heard you give. I love it. Oh, it's right. There was a right or wrong answer, and I wanted to say it somehow. And so, well, yeah, because it's like, yeah, because you usually are so, it's A or B. True that, true and that. So, yeah, that was very interesting to hear you tap dance through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I see it, Tracy Brown. No, I don't know the answer. You asked the question, and I oh, thought I that know. you might have a um, a perspective that you just shared about that. Um, I do agree with you that um, what we teach in, in Science of Mind is that um, obviously anytime we begin to label God, Spirit, Infinite Intelligence with human qualities, right. with human roles, that we are forgetting that it is all, it's easy at that point to forget that everything and every possibility and every role is within the circle of God, is, is God expressing. And so in that sense, if, if you, you would be technically correct in saying, well, God is like a mentor, is like a friend, is like a lover, is like any role that you could imagine, 
but spirit itself as an energy is not any of those things. Right. And if I show up as a mentor, I might be spirit expressing as as a guide, expressing divine wisdom, expressing any number of um, qualities or aspects of spirit. But is spirit itself as an entity a mentor? I mean, technically, we could say no. Science mind would say no. I would say no, but then I think about my, you know, Christian upbringing, and the answer would still be no. Jesus would be Jesus might be. Oh, he's not a God. Oh, right, right. I get you, I get you, I get you. Jesus would be the example, would be the exception, actually, in a traditional uh, Christian background, would be the perfect perfection expressing to give to be the guide for the rest of humanity about how life should be lived and could be lived. So the teacher, which is what right. we call Jesus the master teacher, right. but the teacher and the mentor, depending on which story in the Bible you you were referring to. Right. But not God. Not God. Yeah, good point. Good point. And you used another word in that, guide. How about how many different teacher, guide, sponsor, friend, master teacher, teacherette? Yeah, we did have teacherette today, didn't we? Now, what was it in there? One more. Friend, we talked about that. Oh, therapist or practitioner or some sort of professional outreach. It has a different boundary as well. So there just seems to be a lot of different nuances to this idea of trying to just lift someone up. Because I guess that's, we haven't really talked about, well, what is the goal? What is the purpose of a mentor? And I guess for me it's pretty basic to just lift someone up, inspire someone, give somebody, you know, that little extra, you can do it. Oh, and I, I think a lot, I, I, the word guide is, is really resonating with me. Yeah. That a mentor is a guide along the path. Yes. You know, a mentor is a guide that, you know, can show you some things to sidestep using your example earlier, can warn you about, you know, the challenges that you are facing are, are going to face as you follow that path um, can alert you to that. Right. And for me, it's that big difference is just the mentor won't tell you what to do. The mentor will tell you what they think about what you're going to do or what they have done. Okay. But they won't tell you what to do. Oh, see, I don't think they would. So you would say they would not? I, I mean, just for me, if I yeah, think yeah, about yeah. a mentor. Yeah, would a guide tell you? 
No. For me, the, you know, the teacher would tell you. The teacher would tell you. Oh, that's right. You're saying that. The teacher would tell you. The mentor would be a, a softer. Although, you know, I've had plenty of teachers who just gave me lots of information and trusted me to make my own decision. Right. So I don't think teachers have to tell you. Um, and I think mentors could. Uh, you know, I think there's a different line there is a mentor, if you're asking the mentor, tell me what to do. Oh, okay. Mentor my, uh-huh. But the mentor, just being a mentor probably would be more. I'm just sharing my experience. And might even say, if I were in that situation, uh-huh. I would do this. I would choose A because of B, C, and D. Uh-huh. And then it's up to you to consider how much of that really will work for you or not. Yeah, I get that. I see that. And that, it would be, oh, coach. That was the other word. Coach. Is that kind of as a coaching kind of thing? Other coaches can be very correct. So maybe it's, you know, like so many things, especially when we get into words, this happens all the time, that words can mean so many different things. Even when you look at the official dictionary definition, you know, there could be five different definitions that in common usage, it's, you know, it's common to hear it used in all these different ways. Um, and the semantics, you know, it's really amazing that we ever communicate anything. <laughs> that is so true. Because we rely on words that are so limited right. in building a bridge because we have different definitions and meanings for words. Right. Has I think Tate come up with a topic about words? No. Or communication. I did, uh, I did speak to a member of our think tank over the week. Carolyn, and and uh, she was very pleased to to see that we were really following through on some of these think tanks that we really argued. I would never thought of mentors, so that's really good. I really can have been excited to see all the different ones. So if you're listening and you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago we convened an informal think tank with uh, three people: Carolyn, Carrie, and Ginger and um, simply said, what do you think we should talk about on the show? And, you know, what topics are resonating with you right now? And we got um, enough topics to take us through more than two months. That's amazing to me. And uh, we love, uh, we love and appreciate our informal think tank. and we are doing many of the topics that they suggested over the well this month or next month and into August, basically through the summer. I love it, and I love I like the, the idea of mentor. You know, I think I use it a lot, and I don't really think like we're saying it's that's the magic of having this experience each week. They should take something that we use a lot and really drill it down in terms of what is what does it really mean and how can I be more conscious of it. I did a class at the jail tonight and this woman talked about how she's for the first time conscious of her thoughts, conscious of how she spends her day. And 
you know, to spend an hour in conversation about one topic is a certain, it's a practice, it's a discipline, and it and it causes the mind to make a conscious commitment to this, you know, however we go off on little tangents and things, but it comes back to, it's a nice, this in and of itself is a spiritual practice, having a, a spiritual conversation about a certain topic and really understanding it in a different way. And just going deeper into it than right. when you just don't even think about what you think. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Uh, right. About anything. Well, our time is winding down very rapidly. Very, very rapidly. So, um, anything else that comes to mind in terms of saying yes to spirit and mentors? You know, I think you, you made it important by by simply living our spiritual life. We're probably much more mentor-ish than we even know on a daily basis. And to be conscious of that, um, you know, not to become egocentric. Cause I'm sure I could become egocentric, but I'd be very excited the idea that everybody would be watching me. But um, the 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 idea of well, they say it in twelve-step programs all the time. It's in a program of attraction, not promotion. So right. being aware that how we're living our lives is giving a message one way or the other. I love that. And I am actually going to get some serious thought about using the term of a phrase, spiritual mentor, as it relates to being a licensed practitioner yeah. and how I might be able to use that and when would be appropriate to use that. Um, and also think about the word God. You said that. I like that, too. Yeah. Cool. So um, that's our show this week on mentors. We are so happy that you joined us today and that you are hanging out with uh, us. And we hope that you will check the schedule for upcoming shows. Uh, we're going to be talking about all kinds of topics in the upcoming week. We're going to spend a month talking about relationships Uh-oh. and the spiritual. I'm going to get one. <laughs> I need to go get one. And what the is that? spiritual connection with relationships. So, so please um, check out the schedule and join us again. But until then, say yes to the spirit. is the best-reviewed movie of Christmas with an incredible 93% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Line it up! The perfect blend of action, heart, and humor. Not just a great Transformers movie, a great movie, period. Bumblebee, now playing. Rated PG-13.